Welcome to the Boss in Heels podcast with your host, Lara Nassessian, the podcast that shares the mindset, habits, tools, and tactics of inspiring women. Hello, everyone. This is Lara Nassessian, and welcome back to the Boss in Heels podcast where I normally speak with inspirational founders, CEOs, thought leaders, and other world-class performers to tease out their mindset, habits, routines, and more. Today is going to be a solo episode, and it is going to be around the few steps that I have taken to make the transition from employee to full-time entrepreneur. And this has been something that has been in the works for a long time. I'm not the kind of person to just suddenly wake up one morning and be like, you know what, I'm going to throw in the towel, like this is happening. It was a really gradual transition that has taken place and there's been a lot of thought and intentionality behind the move. And so... In this episode, I'm going to be sharing the context behind how this transpired, why this transpired, how I have actually set my business up in a way that I was able to do this and some of the crazy things that have happened since I made that decision to take the leap. So before we get stuck into the episode, if you enjoy this show, if you enjoy the podcast, then please take a moment to subscribe, rate and review the Boston Hills podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this. It takes like two seconds to do so and it really does help the show to grow and to make sure that we are reaching the right audiences. And for those of you who have already done that, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Your reviews mean so, so, so much to me. So thank you so much to everyone who has already done that. So without further ado, let's get stuck into this episode. Now, I officially ended my corporate career on 30 June 2023, and now being July, I am in my business full time. And the thing is that this was something that was in the works for a really long time. And before we get into like the practical aspects of it and how and why and what, I want to start by saying that in no way, shape or form could I have predicted that this would be the path that my life would go on. I started Boston Hills back in 2016 as a passion project. And the reason why I started this as a passion project was a culmination of a few factors which happened around the same time in that year. So firstly, I had reached a certain level of corporate success and career success. And I was in a role where I was heading up the people function for a large retail group, not the one that I was in recently, but before that, there was different clothing brands, clothing retailers. And um, I had really gotten to a point in my career that things were going really good for me. I had, you know, stepped up in this big role. I had a team of people reporting into me. I was working really closely with the CEOs, CFOs, um, and I was really enjoying the work that I was doing. But I also felt 
there were a couple of things that happened. So I felt like this feeling of there's got to be more to life than this. There's got to be more to life than going to work in the same office every single day, doing my job, coming home, having dinner, watching watching some TV, rinsing and repeating and doing it all again the next day. There's got to be more to life for me than this. I just felt like I wasn't fully fulfilled. As much as I loved my job, I loved the people, I loved what I was doing, it felt like there was a missing link or a missing piece to all of this in my life. And then at the same time, my husband had asked me the question, which I spoke to him about this not that long ago, but I didn't know at the time whether he was joking or whether he was serious when he asked me this question, but he asked me the question, what is your purpose in life? And it stopped me in my tracks because I had no idea. I'd never thought about the answer. And so I started thinking about like, what else could I do? Like, what could I create? What could I do on the side? Like, what could this look like? And I had a few different ideas that I was bouncing around at the time. And then at the same time that I was in this new job, what I found was that not only people from my current role, but people that I had worked with and hadn't spoken to for years were like knocking on my door, not literally, figuratively, knocking on my door and asking for advice. And they were like, you know, Lara, I I have this new person that I could talk to, but I don't feel comfortable with them. I feel like they don't get me. Like I always got it when I felt like I spoke to you, like you really understood, like, can you help me with this? Can you help me with this problem? Can you give me some advice about how to deal with my boss? Can you give me some advice on how to ask for a pay increase or how to get this new job? And So I started giving advice and I found that I kept getting the same kinds of questions come up over and over and over again. And that was the moment that I had this light bulb go off and I was like, you know what, like I'm going to do this. I'm going to start a blog and I'm going to start answering the commonly asked questions that I receive. And so I started a blog called bossinheels.com and I was publishing these articles that were centered around career, personal growth, organization, and like relationships, I think, with the four key categories. And I started doing this for a while. And at first, nobody And I mean, nobody was even so much as looking at my articles. I was like, I'm literally writing this for three people, my husband, my brother, who are proofreading it and like giving me their feedback and meme. And then I started posting it on LinkedIn and then eventually it started like getting more views and getting more traction. And then it got to a point that... um, events company called Success Resources, which some of you may be familiar with, they bring likes of Tony Robbins and other entrepreneurs to the stage in Australia. They had 
um, found my blog articles and found me on social media. And we um, had a conversation because they were like, you know what, I think that there's a really good synergy and alignment between what we do and what some of the things are that you do and what you talk about. So how about you come to these events and you just blog about them or share your experience? And so that's what I started to do. And then at one of these events, there was um, someone by the name of Elena Cardone. She's kind of a big deal if you don't know her. But um, she was at this event that I had received a VIP ticket to go um, and blog at. And out of all of the speakers that were there that day, she resonated with me the most. And so... I ended up messaging her and conversing her and I asked her if she would um, be featured in my um, article for my blog site and to my surprise she turned around and said yes. And so what happened was a really interesting turn of events whereby Simon, shout out to Simon if he is listening to this, but um, he at the time, I don't know if he's still doing it, but he was one of the key videographers for Success Resources and he would fly around the world and, um, you know, capture um, video of these big Unleash the Power Within events and so forth. And he had told me that Elena Cardone and Grant Cardone were coming back to Sydney and that I should do a podcast with them because I had shared with them that I was going to do a written article with Elena and I was over the moon, like so excited that she had agreed to this. And he said, you know what, like, I think you should do a podcast with her. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't have a podcast. (laughs) But he was like insistent. And he's like, you know, I think this is going to be a really good fit. Like, I think there's an alignment here. Let me send a message to her people. And so he did. And I never heard anything back. Two weeks passed and I thought, you know what, this is probably not going to happen. I'm really happy with the blog posts, like the blog article, the fact that she's agreed to do this is amazing. I'm so happy. What podcast? I don't need to do a podcast. I'm just going to play it small and stay small and, you know, do the thing that's not really, really scary for me. And little do I know, like the moment that I surrendered to it and I just like had no attachment whatsoever towards doing this podcast, I woke up to an email from Elena Cardone's people saying, you know, um, there's this opportunity on Sunday morning. It was like 48 hours notice. And anyway, long story short, I made it happen. So I'm not going to go into that. I think I've talked about that story on the podcast before. That's not the point of it. The point of it of this episode is to talk about the evolution of my business. So it started off as a blog post and then it's evolved into the podcast And then when I started doing the podcast, I found that I really found my flow. Like I was just like, there's something about this that I really, 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 really love to do. And then the podcast picked up a lot of momentum. And then the podcast got featured as number one in um, Business Insider and Yahoo Finance during COVID. And then um, I really doubled down on that. And then the thing is, then people started coming to me asking if I could coach them. And so 
it happened very organically where I suppose people like you guys that listen to the podcast, like you resonate with the way that I teach, the way that I speak, the way that I share experiences and things like that. And so people came through mostly from the podcast wanting more, wanting personalized coaching. And so I started doing that. And then last year, I ran my first ever masterclass on five steps to create an elite routine. And so many of you joined that. I think something like I don't know. There was like over 50 people that was like live with me. And then I think there was like over a hundred people that like registered for that. And I was like, oh, wow, like this is really cool. And then, um, then I launched my program last year, Boss Routines. And so like, it's been a really natural progression and evolution of just like, I wasn't trying to really like do this. It's just been like, a natural uh, progression of my business and what, and, and as I've evolved, my brands evolved, my business has evolved with me. And so that's all it is. It's like, I keep evolving. I keep growing. And so inevitably my business and my brand is going to grow with me. I went through a whole rebranding exercise. I had a new website done last year because I was like, well, this doesn't feel like me anymore because I'm, I'm still feel like this brand is about the version of Lara in 2016. And I feel like a completely different human being to the version of me in 2016. And so I need my branding to reflect that. And so that all transpired. And anyway, while all of this has been happening, I have inevitably become incredibly good at time management, at planning, at routines, at focus, at productivity, because I have cracked the code for all of this stuff, how to manage a full-time job as an executive inside a billion-dollar organization, reporting directly to the CEO with a team and like, you know, a whole thing going on and having a podcast, and having a website, and having a brand, and having coaching clients, and having masterclasses, and programs, and things of this nature. And so, I became really, really, really intentional with my time, and I really cracked this code, because it's like, at the same time, I've had this whole other job to do and I've got a team of people to leave and I've got meetings to attend to and I've got decisions to make and I've got, you know, culture and I've got like people to care about, to tend to, to look after. And what I found was whilst I love doing all of those things, there was something that I felt that was a different experience whenever I was doing anything in my business, whenever I was doing something for the podcast, whenever I was hosting a masterclass, whenever I was having an incredible breakthrough discussion with one of my private clients, whenever I was hosting a call inside of my up-level experience, I was like, this feels different. This doesn't even feel like work for me. This feels like a life's mission. This feels like my purpose. This feels like my calling. This feels like exactly what I was born to do. And so 
I owe it to myself to like really like do this. So whilst I've been managing my corporate career, I have been managing everything on the side and I have gotten really, really, really good at teaching the the time productivity side of things, which is why I love to teach about those in my programs and a lot of my clients benefit from how I've really cracked this code for myself through experimenting, through trial and error, through constant evolution and growth and curiosity. And so at the same time, what was happening was for the last two and a half years in my my previous, my most recent corporate role, I knew that our strategic direction had changed. And previously when I had joined, it was a $2 billion group and we had 14 different businesses across furniture and clothing and attire like across Australia and New Zealand. And the strategy changed a couple of years ago because our international shareholders wanted us to sell our businesses at a profit because our businesses performed incredibly well throughout COVID because they had international debt that they wanted to close out. And so our strategic objective for the corporation completely shifted because prior to this, the whole purpose and the whole message and value proposition throughout our organization was the power of us. It was the power of leveraging 10,000 employees and $2 billion of revenue and utilizing that to create something extraordinary. And I was really a part of that growth trajectory in the, the organization. But then what happened was when the strategic direction changed and they wanted us to sell these businesses so that they could close out their international debt, it became a completely different job. And so the job became about winding down and M&A and divesting businesses. And so this is the strategy that I have been working on with a very talented group of people for the last couple of years. And so we knew that there was going to be a date that this would come to an end because I was working in part of a group that was servicing a whole bunch of different retail companies. And what was really interesting was that we all knew that this was going to need to be wound down because these businesses would go to new homes, we would find new acquirers for them. And at the same time, we would not need as large of a support function anymore. And so my role became around managing the redundancy process and managing the wind down process and slowly shrinking little by little our group services function while we stood up these brands for independence for future proof for future sale. And so then we had this date that there was a going to be the sale of our betting businesses. And once that happened earlier in the year, we knew that this end date that we had predicted for our group services team would be 30 June. And so we had designed, you know, redundancy packages, retention packages all around the um, management of our people to make sure that it was very much worth their while to stay till the end. And so I have known this for a very long time. I obviously just couldn't really talk about it at the time. And um, so I had this like moment of really 
being able to contemplate and reflect on like, what do I want to do next? Do I want to, you know, remain in this kind of capacity? Do I want to go look for another executive role in an organization? Or do I want to do this thing, this business full time, because this is the thing that is lighting me up like a Christmas tree. This is the thing that is lighting up every cell of my body. Every cell of my being is like, ding, 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 ding. Like, this is what you're meant to be doing, Lara. Like, wake up. Like, you know, and not to say I love the other stuff. I do love the other stuff, but this is just different. It feels different. It lands differently. I just love it. I love it. I want you to own your ambition, get the right support and learn how to level up your life. But how do you harness that ambition, find the right support and learn how to level up without the overwhelm, having to do it all alone and with limited bandwidth? Introducing the up-level experience. My community of women owning their power, doing life together, and learning how to level up with a combination of live virtual sessions, masterclasses, hot seat coaching, guest speakers, community access, and so much more. Take your personal finances, health, and relationships to the next level. Get exclusive access, resources, and connections. Learn the tools, tactics, and strategies that work for you and experience it whenever and wherever you are. I love seeing the transformation already taking place, like the feedback in this email. It's put a spotlight on the areas where I'm self-sabotaging and also playing small. I'm becoming much more clear on the steps I need to take to get to the level I want to be, but not getting overwhelmed by the steps ahead of me like I would have in the past or this DM I received. The up-level experience has enabled me to step into my personal power and become a high-worth, high-value woman. I've learned to get up and move no matter what. I've been prepared to make big shifts in my life, which I previously would have felt overwhelmed by. So in love with the energy inside this container. Is it time to invest in yourself and step up a level in life? I want to help you do just that. And that's why as a Boston Hills listener, you'll receive a VIP upgrade on sign up, which includes a 60 minute one-on-one call with yours truly valued at $555. Places are limited. So for more information on how to join, click the link in the episode show notes. It's your time to shine with the up-level experience. I had this date of 30 June that I was working towards and I knew that I needed to almost like prove to myself, like if I'm going to go into my business full time, then I want to know that I can make this a really profitable thing for me because I have worked really hard to create a level of career success because I do get paid extraordinarily well as an executive. I'm incredibly grateful for the fact that I get paid more than most people probably ever will in a corporate job, unless you're like, you know, a CEO or something like, like I'm very, very well compensated. And there is a certain aspect of lifestyle and freedom that comes with that. And whilst the thing is, I never started my business because of money. I started my business because I genuinely 
wanted to help people. I felt like this was a calling. I felt like this was my purpose. I wanted to help people transition. I wanted to help people change, to grow, to expand. I wanted to help unlock things for people that they may not be able to see for themselves because they're in it. And so I really kind of had to... um almost proved to myself that I could do this, that I could make this a business because I'm like, I have to stop treating this like it's a little cute little side project and a passion project and actually start calling it a business, actually start treating it like a business, start operating like a business, start charging like it's a business because, you know, for so long I did everything for free. Like I didn't make a dollar in my business for so long. And I had this real fear around like, can I actually do this? Like, am I actually going to be able to make this happen? Am I actually going to be able to make this into a profitable business? Because everything in business costs money. Everything around content creation costs money. And the thing is that my corporate career was funding my business for so long or my can't really call it a business. It was calling my, my, my brand, I guess, for so long, because guess what? A website cost me like five figures. Um, my podcast costs me money. My podcast gets produced by professional production company. Like all of these things cost money, which I'm currently paying for out of my own pocket. This is how much I love doing it is that I literally do it for free. I literally do it when it's costing me money and I'm not even making any money from it. And so I had to work through a lot of mindset shifts in order to get to a place that I started thinking about it, treating it, speaking about it like it was a business and it was no longer this cute little passion project that I was doing on the side. And when I started treating it like a proper business, that's when the client started to come in. That's when I started to generate income in my business. And so I had a date, 30 June, I had a plan. I've got to start, you know, generating more money in my business so that this becomes something that's sustainable, that this is something that I can do for impact for the course of my lifetime because I care about this so much. Like this work means everything to me and I do it from the purest place of intention. If I wanted to just make money, I could just go get another job. I could go get paid very well working for another corporation. Like I'd have no problem. I could get a large bonus. Like I could really do all of that, but it's not about that. I'm doing it because for the love of it, for the passion, for the purpose and for the impact. And so I had this plan. I had this date of I've got to start treating it like a business. I've got to start working towards this 30 June date. I've got to start planting seeds. I've got to start creating more content. I've got to start, you know, running more programs. I've got to start talking about my offerings more on social media. And so all of these things happened and I really started to build more and more and more momentum. And so in the last few months, like, especially if you follow me on social media, especially if you follow me on Instagram, you probably see, I never used to sell anything. I never never used to talk about any of my work. And it was just like a very quiet, private thing of like, if people come to me and ask for something, then I'll engage with them. But I'm never actually talking about what my products are, what my product suite is, what my offerings are, what my courses are, what my membership is, what my one-on-one coaching looks like, what my prices look like. And so 
all of those things, I started to become a lot more overt about them over the last few months, you probably notice. And I started building a lot of momentum. And with that momentum, I started generating income. And don't get me wrong, I've had so much fear around like, am I going to be able to do this? Am I going to be able to match my salary? Am I going to be able to sustain this? I really love this. Am I going to be able to like make this work? And so the doubt and the fear has been so real and such a big piece of what I've had to work on for myself is to prove to myself that yes, I can do this. Yes, I'm able to generate this kind of money in my business that's going to make it profitable, that's going to be able to create the kind of impact and longevity that I want. Like I have to charge money in order for this to be a profitable, sustainable business model. It's no longer just about creating content for the love of it. That's one part of it. But also it's like, if I want to help people at a deeper level, I have to create this business model and I have to make it sustainable and profitable. And so I really started generating more income in my business in the last like 10 to 12 months. And then the craziest thing happened. So I knew that it was my last month and I was like, I wonder like what I can do. I wonder how many clients I can serve, what I can create, what I can do, what I can promote, what I can talk about. And can I prove to myself that I can actually do this? And this is like literally 30 days left in my corporate job at this point. And the craziest thing happened. So I got a whole bunch of different one-on-one clients, which came into my world. I'm currently working with six one-on-one clients. I had people join my programs. I had someone join my up-level experience. Like I had all these things happen. Three hours, I'm not even kidding you, you cannot even make this up. Three hours to midnight on the 30th of June when I had finished my job, I handed in my keys, I handed in my laptop, I left the office for the last time, I came home, had dinner, was winding down around 9pm at night, I got a notification saying that someone had purchased one of my programs. The sale of that program brought me exactly in line with my corporate salary for the month of June. I could not believe it. Like you literally cannot make this stuff up. And I think that there is energetically something that happens when you trust in yourself, when you believe in yourself, when you make that leap of faith, like, yes, I'm scared. Yes, I'm nervous. Yes, I'm, you know, petrified that I'm making this big leap leap from predictability to uncertainty. And these are uncharted waters because everything that I've done has always been with the safety and security of having my full-time job. And in that moment of leap and in that moment of trust and on winding down in the last day, three hours to midnight, on the last day of the month on 30th of June, that sale made me match my corporate salary for the month. And I just could not believe that that had happened. And it was just the ultimate sign from the universe that, oh, I'm going to be okay okay, I've got this. I trust myself. This is exactly what I'm meant to be doing. This is exactly where I am. And so 
this is um all very new for me, you know, and um it's just a different iteration and a different phase in my career, in my business, in my life. And it feels so right and it feels so good. And I have this crazy feeling now. It's actually Monday the 3rd of July is the date that I'm recording this episode. I know it's not going to come out for another few weeks, but I'm like, wow, like I literally have this gift of time. I literally have this gift of spaciousness of I've been running everything. I was able to match my corporate salary doing all of this stuff on the side of my corporate job. And now I get to give this my full focus, my full attention, my full heart, my soul, everything can go into this. And that feels really good for me and it feels very spacious to me. And I have this gift of time and I have this gift of freedom of like, I get to choose now, like how I'm going to spend every day. Like, not that I didn't before, but like, obviously when you've got a big job to do, like there's certain expectations that come with that. There's a certain pressure that comes with that. And there's certain days that I would go into a corporate office. And now it's like for these five days, I get to choose choose exactly how I'm going to spend my time, exactly what I'm going to focus on, on each day. And so really just like leaning into that has been so much fun for me and it feels so joyful and so easy and so free. And so today being Monday was a really big planning day for me. And then I'm recording a bunch of podcast episodes. And then I've got my up-level experience call that I'm running this evening. And then like I've got themed days for every day. So tomorrow, Tuesday is like my chief day, which is where I don't take any meetings. I don't take any phone calls. I just work on me and my business. And that's it. Wednesday and Thursdays are client meetings and running programs and masterminds, etc. Friday is um, a self-care day of admin, self-care, cleaning, appointments, those kinds of things. And then I have the whole weekend to myself. And so um, that feels really good. That feels really spacious. And I'm sure that as I continue to evolve and, you know, spend more and more. This is literally like a few hours of the first day of me being in my business full time. So like, give me a few more weeks and I will tell you like more about like how I structure my time as an entrepreneur. Um, but this feels really good. This feels really spacious for me. And I think the biggest thing is as well is like, I didn't just quit my job with no plan. I didn't quit my job like with no direction or without having kind of set something in stone. I've built this foundation since 2016. I have been putting my heart and soul into nurturing and growing this passion project to a brand, to a business. And so there's been a lot of planning. There's been a lot of intentionality. There's been a lot of contemplation that has gone into being able to like get to this point that I could flip that switch and feel really good and feel really excited about it and know exactly like what I need to do and what I need to focus on in my business. And a lot of these things are things that I've already been working on and doing already. And now it's like I get to flick that switch. And so in terms of making that decision, it was a really big decision. And did I talk to other people? Yeah, I did. But the thing is, I didn't talk to people really asking 
for their permission or asking what they think I should do. This is the thing that I've really learned. The more you trust yourself, the more you trust your intuition and no one could possibly know you more than you know yourself. If you allow yourself to get connected, to get in tune with who you are, what you stand for, what matters to you, what feels right for you, no one can tell you what you should and shouldn't do what you can and can't do. It all starts from you. And I really believe when you trust yourself and when you really show up powerfully for yourself and you believe in yourself, then it makes it really difficult for people around you not to believe in you. Whereas when you're uncertain, then that's when a lot of the uncertainty is mirrored back to you. And so I really tapped into my intuition and I really I meditated on this. I contemplated on this. So many walks I've gone on where I've been thinking about this. I've been dreaming about this. And now it's finally here and it's happened. But I really, really, really felt inwardly and knew that this was the thing that felt right for me. The timing felt right. I could not have orchestrated this better if I had tried. And the fact that, you know, the circumstances in which I did finish up was not just me leaving, but it was a whole group of us, you know, finishing up all at the same time. And so it was like this date that we were all collectively working towards to get us to the finish line. And then I was able to really be like, this is like the perfect opportunity for me to tie this all up, tie this whole strategy, this whole business, everything up with a pretty little bow, be so proud in the way that I have handled, navigated, like treated our people throughout this period and know that I'm leaving that in such a good place, in such a good state with my head held high, with so much integrity and be able to now move into the thing that just like lights me up like nothing else. And so this has been the transition for me. This has been my story. It's very raw. It's very unfiltered. It's very real. It's very fresh. But this is exactly how I feel now recording this on Monday, the 3rd of July, 2023. This is how I feel. And this is what feels right for me. This is what feels like truth for me. And I don't know what the future holds. You know, I know what I want. I know what I desire. But what I've learned is that sometimes things happen in the weirdest, most wondrous ways that you could never have curated yourself, you know, and, um, I'm all about that, all about trusting myself, trusting my journey and knowing that this is the thing that just feels really right for me right now. And so I will have more to say on this topic and let me know, like, did this resonate with you? Like, what else would you want to know? Because I'm happy to record more podcast episodes. If this is something that like you, my dear listeners, my dear audience, like wants to you know, think about, learn more about, then I'm more than happy to share more experiences as I go through my own journey and my own pathway in entrepreneurship. So for now, this feels really good. This is really exciting. I'm really happy. I feel, I feel really good. I feel really, really good. Um, so I'm so grateful for all of your beautiful messages, your support. I did post this on, on my Instagram if you don't follow me on Instagram, sometimes you might just get more like in real time updates on there. 
because I do post every day on there, whereas the podcast is, um, you know, every second week. So um, obviously we can go into a lot more detail and um, I love being able to share my life and share my journey with each of you in this way. So thank you so much for listening. If you did get something from this episode, then please let me know what it was. Tag me on Instagram at Lara underscore Necessian underscore. And I would love to hear like what you're thinking about in your businesses, your careers, your lives is we all go go through our own journeys. And I think it's really beautiful to be able to share our own lessons and growth and, and experiences along the way. So I'm going to leave this episode here. Thank you so much for listening. I adore, appreciate, love all of you so much. Thank you for listening and I'll be back soon with another episode of the podcast. Take care, everyone, and goodbye for now. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Boss in Heels podcast. Be sure to visit bossinheels.com for a ton of information, resources, and articles on all things career and personal development. And subscribe to this podcast for all future episodes.